0: Thank you. freaks, and welcome to Radical Research, episode 53, Vedwenzende Virus AB. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk about the pronunciation of Vedwenzende and so many other things regarding them, virus, and Norway. I want to welcome you, Hunter again to our 53rd episode, and in total, I think it's our 56th, because we've had a few .5s along the way.
1: Indeed we have. It's good How are to you be doing? here. I'm doing well.
0: Yeah? Thank What's you. it like down there in Savannah right now? Hot. I didn't. I wasn't talking about the weather. I was talking about you know what's what's the what's the Norwegian temp down there? Can you can you gauge the interest in Norwegian weird metal in Savannah at the moment? I mean,
1: look, man, you walk down River Street and it's just like a parade of guard and Campfire T-shirts. <laughs> you know, just throw a rock. Some somebody loves Strid and wants to talk about. Uh, ill yarn yeah it's crazy man.
0: you have something in your mouth right now no were you were you trying to talk with a lisp no it's got it got really weird i, I wonder if our listeners will hear it or if it'll just be me I, we'll, we'll see how this turns out.
1: did it happen <laughs> with uh with Ildyarn?
0: yarn no, it happened with a lot of it, but maybe it's a zoom filter where they where they just give you a lisp just kind of randomly. <laughs> Like, yeah like um like snapchat <laughs> like sure i wouldn't know anything about that but um yeah. i'll take your word for it you're you're younger yeah. than me <laughs> all right so we had an interesting little um convergence or synchronicity recently i was hanging out with my local buddies of course of which i wish you were one so badly um but instead i have to settle for joe hensler and danny Fonero. i love these guys so they'll, they'll get the joke but um and I talk about you all the time as if you're kind of there like my invisible friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we were having a great music night, you know, just having a blast and, and um, going through some different things. And Joe and I were trying to kind of school Danny on Loyster Cult. He'd never really had gone there uh, other than the hits that everybody knows. And um, for, for no real reason, I get a text from you and, and it's not responding to anything that I texted you earlier in the day. You said, I love the night. And, of course, I, I thought of Spectres. And I wasn't sure if you were just having a nice night and or no. and or referencing the song. You were referencing just the song?
1: I don't even think I was having a very good night.
0: Interesting. Well, I, I think wow. the best
1: part of my night was Spectres.
0: Well, well I, okay. And I got this transmission from you, and we were just about to put on Fire of Unknown Origin. Like, literally that moment, as soon as the I Love the Night text came in we were putting on the first side of fire. And then you said, I think you said you listened to what either specters or fire several times that day.
1: I had listened to fire and um, agents of fortune.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Minus that, that song. You know what I'm talking about on agents?
0: Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Oh, Debbie Denise. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about blue oyster cult. We adore them. We worship them. That that band is one of the best ever. No doubt. And the, the albums we're talking about, Specter's Fire of Unknown Origin, Agents of Fortune, it's not like there's a bunch of bunch of duds on them, but I think BOC was a little bit for me like Thin Lizzy where you get you got to kind of expect maybe one dud an album. Right. And the duds are bad on BOC. The Thin Lizzy ones tend to be tolerable. The one on Specter's is the worst of all. Do you know which one I'm talking about? not
1: godzilla
0: no no that's a fine song
1: yeah i think that's a fine song too no no what are you talking about
0: going through the motions oh yeah
1: yeah okay yeah
0: love the rest of the album anyway it was a great synchronicity to have with boc just kind of um one of those parallels that uh that i enjoy and then other people roll their eyes out and go big fucking deal get on with your life get a life
1: (laughs) that is this is life
0: well put well put let's move on let's go to uh let's leave long island for now and let's go to norway we're back in our favorite country back in black bitch in black <laughs> oh wait that, that that swings us back to iceland Let me, <laughs> let's get back so um as we've hinted in other episodes and as i mentioned earlier this is going to be an a b of ved Buenzenda's written in Waters' album, which came out in 1995 and was very much a pioneering watershed-type album for avant-garde, progressive metal from Norway and beyond. We'll talk about that throughout this episode. We're going to A-B it with Virus's Carhart, which is obviously very much related to the one and only Vedwenzenda album. And we'll explain why we like to do that as we go as well. First of all, how have you always pronounced Vedwenzenda? Um, I, when
1: i was like when i first discovered them um, back in the 90s i pronounced it vedwins Enda. Um, but then when i got to i guess slightly more familiar with the norwegian language though um, i still speak it like you know an american cow. Um, <laughs> i i i i, I, I came to pronounce it as Vedwins i
0: yeah, me too. I dropped that. I think I look at Enda and I think it must be Enda. I, I haven't um, actually researched pronunciation. I, I happened on a, uh, a metal website, not metal archives, another one where somebody in a chat room asked what the pronunciation was and you got just like about 10 different answers. So there were no experts there. We're not claiming to be the expert, but I'm just going to go with Fedwin's Enda. It means at the end of the rainbow. Right. Um, so let me, let me, let me posit this to you and let's then move on. If Carhart, the first Virus album, which came out in 2003, eight years after Written in Waters, and they only share one member, but I think the link is very, very important. Uh, we'll talk about Carl Michael Ida a lot throughout this episode. But had Carhart been flown under the Vedwins End Banner eight years later as a second album, would that have worked?
1: I think so. Um, I, I think it would have worked... Every bit as well as, say, disharmonic orchestra going from pleasure dome to a head. Um, I, I think that, kind of dovetailing off what you said, that one member continuity is extremely important, uh, because I think that Carl Michael's sort of the essence of both bands. But personally, I mean, obviously some elements in that eight year span were discharged some of the the more obvious black metal elements but i wouldn't have been a bit surprised um in 2003 had i heard a new you know vbe album in the form of carhartt
0: i i think because of the geography the origin of of the music we would come to expect that okay it took eight years they're going to have changed a ton and this is what norwegian metal bands tend to do anyway so and, and, and I know this is like a what-if scenario. And I know that Virus is not Vedwenzenda. We get it. Um, and we, of course, know where Virus went with their music after Carhartt. But I've always felt like it, it was pretty obvious that the, the maker, the one of the main creators of Carhartt anyway, was a huge, huge part of you know this pioneering written in Waters album. And I've always enjoyed the Zenda vibe or essence or odor that we get with Carhartt. It's also, I think, the kookiest and weirdest Virus album. And again, we'll talk about that in more depth. But the, 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 the problem with calling Virus, oh, this is just another version of Vedwan is it does it lacks Kotnik, the guitarist of <laughs> Vedwan Zende. And I also think that, that that's troubling. And I also think that it would be troubling if they kept that imagery of uh, uh, that, that we see on Carhart with the d- cars and the dogs and this imagery of driving and collisions and accidents and canines that's all <laughs> mixed up in there. That might have been also a difficult shift for some fans of Written in Waters to handle. But again, both albums carry this kind of exquisite surrealness to them. And this is what any Nor Weird Band's evolution was going to go through, Uh, you know, and we were going to, we're going to get a few jarring upsets along the way in direction with any band. I mean, remember Ulver? I do. (laughs) Yeah. How how they evolved in metal, within metal and outside of it, you know, that's, it's the same thing. So anyway. Even,
1: even (laughs) guard.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: 666 International was very upsetting to some purists.
0: Absolutely. And of course, Dåtumsgard Guard includes Vikotnik. Vikotnik. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here we go. L- lots of Norwegian family tree stuff happening. We're going to play two songs here uh, as part of our AB experiment. We've got basically five pairs of songs. Uh, this one is You That May Wither from Written in Waters. And we're going to smash that up against Gum Meat Mother from Viruses Carhartt. Different but the same and same but different right yep michael carl michael ida the um which always sounded like a dance craze to me carl michael ida um, <laughs> <laughs> um do the carl michael ida uh, <laughs> all, any dead norwegian metal person is rolling in their grave right now um but carl michael always had a great approach to drumming and he's the drummer in ved buenzende and the clean vocalist and the guitarist and vocalist in virus that's sort of an interesting resume for him throughout mm-hmm. this whole story um but I, I, drumming wise i've always thought he was super creative and and, and really wildly inventive and, and probably very likely untrained how do you hear it as a as a drum aficionado
1: yeah i it, it that sort of i don't know if i i, I guess i'm speaking in you know generalities here but that sort of abandon um sort of betrays a lack of formal training um uh, you know i think only the autodidact arrives at, at a style that original um he always sort of reminded me of like the like post black metal damon Che from uh, don caballero oh wow um and and another thing i wanted to bring up too um, and i don't know if this is the time or not but when when you and i um early in our friendship we were talking about this record and um you were you mentioned to me a conversation that you had had with chris maycock about it
0: sorry and which May- record the virus or the uh, no no,
1: no, no, no the, the written in waters gotcha um and uh maycock said that when he put it on his headphones it sounded like enslaved in the left headphone and jane's addiction in the right oh
0: i remember that i'm glad you remembered that i'd forgotten that but i when he said that yes i i thought like that's perfect
1: (laughs) I always thought that was the coolest description
0: yeah definitely uh you know and it's weird like what you know the the black metal lineage for vedboid zende is a little bit thin i mean because Vikotnik has had done his thing in um manas the other manas right right okay so okay so, so. so there's some so lineage right there. around the time yeah there's some lineage there but i mean like it's just so interesting how these three guys and the third being Skoll, our favorite norwegian bassist the Ulver lineage is there you know vikotnik had done his thing i mean they really were not at all concerned about sticking to any kind of black metal tradition on written in waters I mean, no. it's very clear and if, if we talk about those who caress the pale their demo also the same sort of attitude or, um, bravery, I suppose. And this pretty early on 94, 95, uh, this marks them as one of the very first in the Norwegian world to extrapolate and get out this far. I mean, that's what makes this thing a pioneering thing, but I just think the, the stew of ingredients that we're listening to is is so interesting. We talked about Ida's uh, approach to drums, the uh, Kotnik's Dave Navarro ish chords sometimes, uh, <laughs> to talk about Jane's addiction sure. And certainly, certainly Voivod, which is an admitted influence on both bands, uh, Virus and uh, VVE. So you get a lot of piggy here. And I think overall we get the specter of Into the Pandemonium hanging over this thing pretty heavy.
1: I think any time that you're talking about pioneering experimental metal, you're going to get Into the Pandemonium and you're going to get Voivod.
0: Sure, especially in Norway. Yeah. uh,
1: yeah, Yeah, it's inevitable
0: where they're skewing dark and they're skewing weird. Yeah, sure. And um, you know what was really interesting about the virus track too, Gum Meat Mother. Well, there's a lot of interesting things about it. Uh, you heard the voice, you you see the song title, you read the lyrics about the aluminum spoon, but it's got really skull-like bass parts in it, yet it's not skull. That's cool. A guy named Plenum. Plenum, And um, so again, more links.
1: There, there is a, a, a meatiness and a, a rock element and virus that is sort of absent from Vedwin Zende. Um, it's almost like the, the surrealism is there, it's sort of overarching, um, but where Vedwin Zende has this black metal residue, um, there's something much more direct in an indirect way about the music of virus for me
0: yeah for sure you mentioned the rock thing too which which would be another part of the evolution that we would see in scandinavia with a lot of metal bands thrash metal bands death metal bands black metal bands where rock wasn't there at first i mean think of cemetery think of entomb think of dismember right Uh, and then it came in so wouldn't you know again i'm not (laughs) i'm not i'm not doing a petition for virus to change their name to Ved Winsenda for carhartt but i see so many links that to me i could file it right next to written in waters and be pretty happy
1: be just fine with it
0: <laughs> By the way, so you're not wearing a mask right now or anything <laughs> no you you still sound like you have a lisp and, and again nothing against people with lisps but you don't have one and uh it's going to be hilarious if this comes out with your lisp because um
1: well that would be like super experimental
0: and exactly
1: inappropriate for this episode so this is
0: our pandemonium this
1: yes <laughs> this is how we pandemonium oh no <laughs>
0: Oh, you you just went there.
1: Why don't we just get back to the music?
0: Why don't we just unpack everything here? (laughs)
1: Why don't we do that?
0: Yeah, okay. (laughs) This is how we A-B. This will be, uh, the next one will be Carrier of Wounds from Written in Waters, Slammed Up Against, B, Elevator. we snippets here kind of show the kind of pronounced angular approach of each band it's almost it almost feels like math rock even a certain passage in carrier of wounds but certainly that virus track as well i mean have you detected this before
1: i mean like i was saying earlier um when i mentioned damon chay mm. um I, I think that sort of angularity uh, runs right through the middle of both bands but especially vedwins and uh, i think you can hear some other Math rock, um, even more abstract stuff like Storm and Stress, um, who featured uh, Ian Williams from Don Cab. There, there is a a certain tendency to dismantle a genre, whether it be metal or rock, that dominates both of these bands.
0: Yeah. Again, I, I think the membership is so important. It's always important with the band, but like this one I'm fascinated by because this Ida guy, this Carl Michael, you know, he was a founding member of Ulver. He uh, did play in Guard for a while. He He's in this band called I Left the Planet, which uh, I believe featured Virus drummer Einar Surso from uh, also Beyond Dawn. He was a live player and a guest performer on Fluity albums. I mean, straightforward bands like more straightforward anyway, like Or Noir and Inferno. Inferno. <laughs> um, I, I think early Satyricon or something like that, or maybe something live. Cadaver, he, he came in and he had a cup of coffee with, I think. And like, <laughs> you know, wow. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's that's like half my record collection right there, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, and then we throw Vokotnik into the mix and we, we talked about his pedigree and then, of course, Skull. And it's fascinating. And then Virus. Uh, bass player was... Fairly unknown, but then we got Einar Surso, who we've already mentioned, Beyond Dawn. What other... I I think I'm forgetting something else that Einar has been in. Um, Terrorizer? Huh? The the magazine. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, Dawn Razor, his his own fanzine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, and here's the thing about Virus, too. I always wondered if, if Carl Michaels' guitar playing was in any way informed by his old bandmate vakotnik because it has even though it has its own peculiar approach it's really got some signifiers that are very similar to to vakotnik right well sure i hear a little bit of in both of their playing vakotnik and carmichael i hear maybe what Euronymous may have evolved into as a guitar player Mm -hmm. or at least i'd like to think so
1: i I think so i remember you know during the the backlash of grand declaration um i believe it was necro butcher saying i think Euronimus would have approved of this wholeheartedly.
0: Uh, hellhammer
1: um, so, hell, was a hellhammer. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so yeah, I, I think, you know, and there was such an enthusiasm for progressive rock um, throughout that entire scene and art rock and experimental rock that, yeah, I think that we shouldn't be quite so surprised that they would have arrived at
0: this. Sure, sure. You saying that reminded me a little bit of uh, what Virus called their own music, which also mirrors what Chris Maycock said about Vedwin Zenda being enslaved meets Jane's addiction. Virus said of their music that it's basically Voivod meets Talking Heads, uh, <laughs> which I get that, you know, and, and I, and I right. love that this kind of eccentricity is really starting to happen uh, big time in the early 2000s in Norway. We're going to move on. This is Coiled in Wings from Vedwin Zenda up against It's All Gone Weird. Great song title by Virus.
1: the one who Indeed, it has all gone weird.
0: <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> I, I think that this pairing really underscores why it was so important that we do um, this A B approach to, to these two bands. Uh, because I, I think you hear the similarity and like the surreal approach to the guitar playing, and again, that it, sort of synergy between. Vikotnik and, and, uh, and Carl Michael. But I think that when you hear it's all gone weird, you hear what Carl Michael meant when he said, you know, black metal meets uh, talking heads or, you know, what, what was the exact well,
0: was means talking. Void heads Voivod but...
1: means talking heads because yeah. you can, you can hear that sort of sharp, spiky rhythmic approach and you hear something that obviously owes more to a rock tradition than what you get in the the Voivod track
0: yeah really really good point I I knew that the name Voivod was going to come up about 127 times in in this episode Um, yeah really 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 great points I really like the um, concept of Carhartt now if we talk about the concept and the lyrics and the imagery presented on written in waters it's I I think it's far more surreal in that you can't really decode it it's wonderful it's poetic it's it's very interesting but I don't get any kind of unified theory to it with virus the Carhartt album I it's kind of like this JG Ballard crash but but instead of like human sexuality it's like canine and it's (laughs) aggressive I mean, here's where packaging is really important because the booklet of the CD. Uh, so I'd urge anybody that's interested that doesn't have it to uh, pick it up. It, it really is a, a kind of an all-around experience to sit and listen to that album and kind of occasionally glance at some of the artwork that they give you with it. Very strange, one of the one of the strangest pieces of packaging and concepts that I that I can even come <laughs> up with. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's anything sexual about dogs, but uh, if you know J.G. Ballard's Crash. Uh, And what it's about. Take out the humans and maybe add dogs.
1: I'm glad that um, that the film adaptation decided to keep the humans in it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Carl Michael Idle might have a might have a future as a screenwriter. He can kind of maybe do his own his (laughs) own version. Let's move along. We're going to start with "I Sang for the Swans," the opening track of Written in Waters. If, if ever there was a uh, quintessential VBE song, that's probably it. And then we're going to smush that up against Queen of the High Ace. And uh, look out for Garm appearing on that song.
1: thing for the swans sounds as much like a statement of intent as it did when i first
0: heard it i regret we can't play the whole thing but i hear you yeah, there's yeah more going you, on. you're
1: right though i mean it is you know if there is one sort of quintessential you know sums it all up vbe track it's that one yeah and jeff i'm going to let you do the difficult work here and defer to your expertise in order to describe whatever in the hell is going on in Queen of the High Because, <laughs> yeah, man, there is a lot to talk about in that one song.
0: Yeah. To make the tie-in first, though, uh, and I'm not trying to avoid your really difficult fucking question, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think for the Swans, that beginning build-up kind of ties in with the end of the snippet we play for Queen of the High Ace, where they're just – kind of striking these dissonant chords and really taking their time and, and just laying out some atmosphere. They're really in no hurry to get anywhere in these moments. And, and I kind of like that that's sort of a hallmark of these two bands as well. Yeah. Queen, well, Queen of the High Ace, I, I think of card playing, which goes along great with car crashes and aggressive dogs. Uh, <laughs> somehow there's just a lot of, you know, and it also gets into the urban area for me, like in terms of the imagery and and even some of the music, like it. And, and we have the fast hand claps, probably the fastest hand claps I've heard or have in my collection.
1: Right, clap
0: blast. But I, I think they I think they just deliberately went bonkers and went all out there, maybe in a more knowing way than they normally would, because it just it just feels like, let's just get drunk and have some fun and bring Garmin. Yeah, um, and it and
1: it to your point about dogs and cars and um card playing it it sort of brings in this element of chance of Hmm. unpredictability
0: Hmm. i like that Um, and it it, and it is not to stay with the card reference but i will anyway it is kind of the ace card or, or the wild card i should say on carhartt i think it's one of the weirder moments for sure for sure yeah so i don't know if i answered your question but that's all i got for it
1: no, no you, you did a fine job, sir.
0: But also, but thank you. But also um, throughout Carhartt, we, I think there's like three pieces maybe, three or four, that are these like minute, minute and a half sound pieces. And those get really wild. And we're not going to play any of those. I suppose that separates Carhart from Written and Waters a little more um, because there was nothing like that really on Written in Waters, although you could point to the end of Written, which does a little dabbling with that sort of thing. Garm released viruses Carhart on his Jester label, which is, I believe, now defunct. And I guess he's more into the House of Mythology thing. Uh, but Jester was a cool label, um, <laughs> yeah. Purveyor of some of the progressive, avant-garde, strange Norwegian stuff back then. So um, I want to mention a couple couple things about the future of these bands after these albums we're discussing. We should mention uh, that Ved Zende reappeared in the mid-aughts. They played a few live shows. This was shortly after Carl Michael Ida had his accident. You can look up information on that. It's another interesting facet of this guy. I'm not sure if they played one or maybe a couple shows, but the rhythm section for this briefly reunited VBE was actually the rhythm section of Virus, Einar on drums and plenum on bass. So, there is a link right there that they're not too proud to sort of mix and match members and call it whatever they want. So that's kind of interesting. They've since reverted to the original lineup and are supposedly active again with Vikotnik on guitar and skull on bass. We will certainly reserve judgment until that happens. The other thing I want to talk about was where virus went after Carhartt, because the other reason, one of the many reasons, I guess, that we wanted to do this AB was we feel like virus, Virus's first album certainly had these links to written in waters where I don't think you can make as strong of an argument for the later virus albums because I feel like the second album by virus black flux is where they truly distance themselves from Ved One Sure. You know, but
1: I feel like it kind of comes back a little bit on the agent that shapes the desert, the third album. Okay. Um, I, I mean, it's not there like Carhartt, you you couldn't do an AB and make any sort of kind of convincing argument that that could be called a, a VBE record because it certainly couldn't. Okay. Um, but, but I totally agree with you that the black flux was almost like a conscious decision to lose all of that. Um, and for the record, I like agent shapes, the desert quite a bit more than I like black flux.
0: Well, I think if you take all the, what, you know, the entire virus discography, they're broken up now. But if you look at all that, it's for me, the Black Flux is by far the least interesting. I'm I mm. a little upset that they didn't go, they didn't follow their their noses or their snouts from Carhartt to the next one because it's really a stripped down record. It's very dry. very, It's eccentric, but not in that careless fun that Carhartt has all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I miss that. In a recent listen to Black Flux, I was like, hmm. I don't know. I'm 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 weirdly kind of neutral on that album.
1: No, it's it's definitely my least favorite. Um, I actually quite like the Oblivion Clock EP 2 um, Yeah. But but anyone who's listening to this and who feels compelled by this music, I would recommend checking out Agent That Shapes the Desert. To me, it it's definitely um, fuller of the the sort of. You know, progressive experimental tendencies that we enjoy so much in Carhart without sounding like Carhart,
0: for sure, for sure. And then on the fi- on the final album, the name is just escaping me. Help me. Um, um, what, the final say. virus album um, um
1: invest uh no memento collider
0: thank you memento collider um i just want to mention that daniel mongrain from voivod and martyr plays a solo and that's that's a real treat to get a member of voivod and he's such a legitimate member of voivod i don't think mm. we really have to qualify that anymore i love hearing him on a virus album it's perfect so yeah name. i
1: mean it makes perfect sense too
0: absolutely yeah. but Let's get back to the AB. We're going to present the last pair. This is um, Autumn Leaves by Vedwen Zenda. Uh, this features Katrine S, her full name, Lil Katherine Stensrud. We're going to jump to Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just figured out. Great title. Maybe about the magazine. Probably not. Probably more about a card shark, I would I would think. Probably. All right. Autumn Leaves, Hustler, A to the B to the C to the Z. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, Freaks. Episode 54. We're going to stay in Norway. We're not going to tell you what it's going to be yet. We're still conceptualizing it. It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a little bit different, even more different than the usual Norwegian weirdness that we like to cover so much. But thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, be sure to check out the Radical Research site at radicalresearch.org. You'll find all previous episodes there, updated playlists that chronicle our weekly listening a blog section, and a shop where you can buy shirts, uh, my books. And we just added four CDs from Hunter's Band Canvas Solaris, which I encourage you to pick up. They're fresh, mint, wrapped, beautiful DigiPacks. So go to RadicalResearch.org to check out all of that. Any proceeds we get help us to pay hosting costs, tech support, and other boring background necessity stuff that keep the Radical Research machine running. Thanks. Good night. Be good. Stay weird.
1: SHUT Show-